Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host, Ken Russi. Ken, how are you, man? I could not be better. Could not be better. <laughs> Sensational, I love it. It's been a long time, I feel like it has anyway, since we've done an episode, but we're back. Yes, like a bad case of the jujus, we're back. We are back, baby, for 2019, another year of wonderful R&R gaming content coming your way. And today, we're going to get it started with our top five most anticipated games of 2019. It's going to be a good time, I tell you. Well, I hope so, because I hate it when we do a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's here for a bad time, we're all here for good times. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and get started? Shall we just jump right into it, man? No waste any time. Yeah. So, my number five game is Anthem. And it's number five because I, I've i been talking about it for a while since it was mm-hmm. announced and everything and revealed and everything. And I've always said that I was cautiously optimistic about it. That right. fact still remains to this day. Uh, the VIP demo is out currently. I haven't had a chance to really jump into it yet, thanks to work and connection issues and everything. But um, I am looking to spending some time with it over the weekend and next weekend when the beta when the, the demo rather comes out for everyone and more people can jump in and play it so have a good two weekends with this i'm excited to see right. where it goes so what are you most excited about with anthem like are you excited to just like fly around the story like uh, what um, are you thinking? honestly i'm really excited to just see how everything feels in the game Mm-hmm. I I want to see I want to see how things work I want to see how the progression is going to work at least in the demo I want to see how the cosmetics look and the customization you can do I want to see how the flying and everything feels to me I want to see how the shooting and the abilities feel to me I want to see how all these things right. feel with a controller in my hands because looking at it and seeing a bunch of gameplay from a bunch of different people and streamers and everything what I've seen looks fun it mm-hmm. looks fun but. I need to play it for myself so I can make a judgment call on if I'm going to pick this thing up at launch or if I'm going to wait for a bit and see how how, how, how things play out. Right. And I'm interested to see how the servers work when they don't explode <laughs> and implode inside themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we had issues with it uh, getting into it uh, yeah. yesterday when it came out. Well, it was about two and a half hours after the demo was supposed to go live that I gave up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know when the servers were actually playable, but definitely two and a half hours was when I gave up. Yeah, so I'll say this right now. Mm -hmm. I got in last night when I got home from work, but, however, I didn't really get to do anything. I walked around for a Tarsus for a bit. I found my javelin. I got in it to go to the mission, and then it looped, looped at the loading screen, so I couldn't actually get in, oh. get anywhere else after that. So uh, maybe yeah. that's the demo. <laughs> loading, loading screen simulator, 2019. Yeah. 
<laughs> you but just walk right. around, you get in your javelin, and, right? and that's, that's it. it. That's Hope the game, you guys, guys enjoyed the demo. Yeah, yeah, it comes go. out in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm excited to see like I said, I'm excited for to see how everything plays and how it feels in my hands. Pause. I'm excited for that. So yeah. Um what is your number five game, my friend? So the number fifth game that I'm excited, can't wait for, is Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order. Okay. Yeah. So talked a bit about this um I think a couple of weeks ago when it was like announced at the, we did our episode at the, uh, the video, video game Awards. Awards. Yes. Yeah. So we talked a bit about this, but I am super excited for this. Kind of disappointed that Raven software isn't handling it. Uh, I guess they're too busy doing call of duty black ops stuff <laughs> <laughs> for them to even worry about this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. Uh, yeah. It looks fun. You know, they're adding the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, mythos into the Ultimate Alliance world. Um, I mean, it's being done by Team Ninja, so I'm a little worried that it's going to be really hard. Right, I yeah. I don't okay. know if Team Ninja can actually make a easy game. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of uh, uh, something that's intriguing me, is how how well they do or don't do in that aspect because okay. honestly other ultimate lines games they were not hard you just had to you know not get hit <laughs> right. that was it like you you would punch use your powers uh sometimes you'd have to use a health but the health was so readily available that you know it never was really difficult right yeah games. So I don't ever really remember dying a whole bunch. Like there was a couple times characters would uh, die, but you had four of them, so you just switched mm-hmm. to one of your others and keep beating them, uh, keep beating up the bad guys from there. Right. Huh. So yeah. All right. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how people uh, receive that game because, like you said, it is being made by Team Ninja. Right. So looking, I'm just I'm really interested to see how people gonna like the game and you in particular because yeah. you're one of my. Uh, go-tos when it comes to these sorts of games nice well and it's also an exclusive for the nintendo switch oh uh, okay very so, cool yeah so we'll see it's getting exclusive yeah so we'll see um how exclusive that stays you know <laughs> yeah it, it might it might come to xbox and playstation a year after it might be like right. shadow of the tomb raider yeah true, like, true 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 oh yes it's an xbox exclusive next year and it's on playstation yeah. 4 <laughs> so yeah, so we'll see how that works out. Definitely, but, for sure. So, yeah, so what is your number four game you're looking forward to? My number four game is Jump Force. So, okay. <laughs> again, another one that when I saw it at E3, or whenever I first saw I can't remember when I first saw it, but I think it was mm-hmm. E3 when I first saw the game. I was like, yo, it's got anime characters, like all of them, and it's a fighting game? Oh. I'm in. So this so is just, not I'll... the game made by Criss Cross. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, this is. I want to say Bandai Namco. Let me. Yeah. 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 Bandai Namco is doing Bandai it. Bandai Namco like owns the rights to yeah. all the anime. Do like all the anime stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I am. I'm always a sucker for fighting games, mm-hmm. even though I'm not the best at fighting games. I enjoy playing them. Right. I said that plenty of times on the podcast before. So my main reason for looking forward to Jump Force is seeing what kind of 
uh, create the combinations of fighters you can put against each other. Yeah. So I, I've seen I've seen Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh in there. They've got uh, Yami you know, Yugi, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yes. They, they <laughs> sorry, have... I've I've been getting oh. into the Yu-Gi-Oh lore, even though oh, I haven't been getting into the show. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, no, you're okay. The, um, okay. Yeah, doing that. I watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I quote unquote watch Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, when I'm sleeping, because yeah. it's just kind of there in the background. I have it on a loop forever now. So yeah, I feel yes. you. Um, but yeah, so you know, they got uh, Yami, Yami Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh in there. They got Frieza. They got Goku. They've got Boruto in there, I believe. They've got a bunch of different characters Luffy from different animes. From... Yeah, Luffy. One Piece. From One Piece, yeah. You got a bunch of different anime characters in there, and the cool, th- the coolest thing out of all that for me is not even that. It's not even that. It's the okay. fact that you can create your own character, and your character plays a pivotal role in the main story. Hmm. So, and from what I, from what little I've seen of it, the customization looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing what sorts of characters people will create if we can use them online against each other, uh, you know, all that stuff. So I'm just, ah, I'm so excited. They've got, like, this the story basically, like, about this, uh, the Jump Force world and the and reality coming together because I guess this group called the Venoms brought it together by doing something. You get, I think, woken up in New York City. I don't know. It's, I don't know, but... Um, it's super, super interesting, and I cannot wait to play it. Yeah. You know, I gotta be honest, um, hearing that you create a character, okay, that's cool. Hearing that your created character plays a pivotal role in the story kind of bothers me a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it comes down to the same thing as having... A voiceless protagonist. <laughs> yes. You know? Which is my pet peeve. Yeah. So I, I get the same feelings from it. So I don't feel like you can have like a rich story when you're catering to a created character. Because they're not going to have a name. Like unless, unless they're quote unquote given a name and you can't change it. Yeah. Which is annoying. Um, or they're not going to talk. You know, you're going to have uh, one of those, both of those, or the the trifecta where you don't even get to see your character. You're like in first person view. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. You know? So I'm a little disappointed um, hearing that, that what? your created character is going to have a pivotal role. Um, I yeah. should I should clarify that that is what I saw from the story trailer. Right. Um, so I could be wrong, but that's what I got from the story trailer that I saw, which I can share with you after the podcast is over. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just reeks of normal Japanese video games. Like, mm-hmm. they love doing that. They love giving you silent protagonists that you can change the way you want that are part of the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... I don't, anyone that plays Japanese games, they're not going to confuse themselves or even think for a second that that's not possible, you know, because that's, that's their MO. That's usually what they do. Right. So, but we'll, we'll see. Obviously it yeah. comes out uh, in a couple months now 
And I believe it's February, and next month, I believe. February 15th, I believe. I thought it was March. That'll be something. I'm February. We, we can clarify it later. I do know that GameStop is giving you a $10 uh, gift card. Okay. If you pre order with them and pick it up, like it pick up, they'll give you a $10 gift card. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it's they thought it would sell really well and there hasn't been very many pre-orders or what. But I do know that that's something that GameStop is offering. So if you're interested, you're planning on picking up a launch, that might be something uh, you'll want to check out. Yeah, definitely. Look at trying to find an open, because they said it's open beta for it. Um, but it adds nice to be going on. I don't know. Looks mm-hmm. like it is. There's a, for Jump Force? Yeah. I don't Looks know. like there's no beta going on for it. Open beta test, January 29th, um, January 30th, and February 2nd. Okay, so as of recording, that's in a couple days. Yes. Hmm. And cool. yeah. So I'm so so I'm gonna try and jump into the jump into the jump force beta if I'm if I'm able to do so. Yeah. And Chris the release date is February 15th. Jump, jump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just confirmed it. Release date is for February 15th. Okay. So it comes out the next day from Anthem? Yeah. That's kind of weird. I agree. A lot, of games coming out, a lot of games coming out, though, in the next few months. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but it's like, why not have them come out at, at the same day? Like, I haven't been getting... I and don't understand that. Even the same day, but you know, that's a whole other discussion we can have about release dates and timing yeah, for companies yeah. and that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Next time. Yes, for sure. What's your number four, my friend? Or, yes, number four. What's your number four? So, yeah, so my number four is Psychonauts 2. Ooh, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. I never played the first Psychonauts, but I heard so many good things about it. Yes, it's one of the first games I remember that made me laugh, the first Psychonauts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited uh, for Psychonauts 2, obviously. As far as I can tell, the story takes place immediately after the ending of Psychonauts 1. Word. Um, I, I really love kind of trippy mind games like this. Uh, like um, other games you may have heard of Stick It to the Man and Flipping Death. Like those mm-hmm. games have a very similar Psychonauts feel to them. And you can actually like l- go in and listen to what people think um, in those games. And that's that's something that's kind of funny. Uh, you know, listening to what people think kind of unabridged, <laughs> you know, they're not filtering <laughs> it. So you get yeah. kind of their full force uh, brain talk. And, but it was a really fun uh, platformer back in the day. And, you know, this was back in, uh, I want to say, 05, 06. So it's been close to like 13 years now. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, my entire list, like, you look at my list, and that's pretty much what it is. Like, every game on my list, uh, the previous sequel came out, like, 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's that's my entire list. So it's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, always been a fan of, of 3D platformers, like uh, Mario... 64 it's kind of what it is because um in the original psychonauts you went around a campsite 
found people that were having like brain trauma for lack of a better word yeah. and you would jump into their subconscious uh, to help them out and so you would uh, like clear out cobwebs or defeat their demons that were in their subconscious or mm-hmm. fears or whatever um, and so for me that's similar to Mario 64 because Mario 64 you had an overworld you'd jump into paintings right you know Psychonauts you jumped into people's subconsciouses <laughs> And so yeah, so I'm I really enjoyed the story of Raz because he he went to a uh, camp for psychics, but he wasn't supposed to be there. He didn't get an invite or anything. Huh. He just showed, showed up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it was it was fun. It was funny, uh, and I I can't really say anything more about why I'm excited for Psychonauts too. So, what is your number three? My number three is Metro Exodus, which is uh, coming out the same day as Jump Force, which, by the way, both Jump Force and Exodus are a week before Anthem. Anthem comes out February 22nd. Right. Uh, but, yeah, oh. I, I am... Why did I think it was the 14th, then? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's okay, well. though. I, I, have, I want to look and make sure that we were getting it right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So, it's, it's one of those things that... Um, I am a huge fan of the Metro series in general. The I have not read the books, unfortunately, but the games we're talking about here. The first game was was something completely different when I played it uh, way back when. And I unfortunately could not get through the second game because I was too scared to do it at that point in my life. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've told that story plenty of times, but I'll tell it really quick. So there's a part, there's a part in, in, in the second Metro game, Last Light, where you are, you finally get out into into the into the into the world, and you can see, you know, the the buildings are dilapidated and all that stuff. And I have my headphones on, and I can hear all the creatures just, you know, making their sounds and whatnot. And okay. it was overload for me. My ears, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. I'm I'm done. So I I promptly took it out of the Xbox, put it in the uh in in the GameFly thing, put it back in the mail. <laughs> So I need to go back and actually finish that one so I can prepare prepare probably for Exodus. But I've been waiting a long time for this Metro game. So they're making a bunch of quality of life changes to it. They are opening up the world, Mm -hmm. both literally literally and figuratively, uh, because they're, they're taking you out into into russia more so where the first game was really focused on the subway tunnels and life in there and how people were surviving in the tunnels and factions and within there and all that stuff second game second game did a mix of both and it seems like the exodus is going to not take you completely out of the of the tunnels but i think i think you're going to spend more time in the outside versus Inside well, the Metro Tunnels. I've seen more green in the trailers for Exodus than I've seen yeah. in any of the other right. uh, games. I don't know their names. So, <laughs> Metro, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, Metro 2033 and then Metro Last Light and then Exodus. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, I actually own those, even though I've never played them. Still sealed, baby. <laughs> I mean, I, I knowing you, I don't know if you'd like them all that much. Probably not. Because it's, <laughs> it's full of ghouls and goblins and monsters. Radiated monsters. 
kind of yeah. like Fallout, yeah. but more on the spoopy side. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah. But no, it's, I, it's one of I those I played things. the demo with the giant rat monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So not, I remember. Not a fan, huh? I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, probably not. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but, I've, I've honestly but, never given it a chance, so. I think you should. I think you should at least try it out. You might like it. You might like it, man. I have, a, I have a list of 2,500 other games to say <laughs> I should play them first. Yes. So. <laughs> true, true. So we'll but yeah, back. man, I'm like, I'm, I'm super stoked. I, in this one, it'll probably be a decision of do I get Jump Force first or do I get Metro first? Uh, that's going to be the tough choice. I can't make that right now. Make that call right now live. Um, yeah. But we'll know. I'll know when it gets time to, to that point. I mean, uh, if, if I, I was going to recommend one, I would say Jump Force because you still have to go through Metro Last Light before you can play yeah. Exodus. And so you might as well just get through Jump Force or play that. And then once you mm-hmm. get through Last Light, uh, you can pick up Exodus and it'll be cheaper then. That's a good. That's a good call, there, man. Good call for sure. Thank you yep. for that. Mm-hmm. What's your number three, friend? So my number three is Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night, and this is the spiritual successor to Castlevania: Symphony of the Night. Ooh. Because it's made from the same guy, uh, Koji Igarashi, is making it. This was crowdfunded on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and it has a very similar feel or vibe to Castlevania, or the Metroidvanias, as the cool kids call them. Okay. Um, and this is actually probably the only game on my list that's not a sequel, because um, it's a brand new game. And uh, it's high on the list because I want to play it because I enjoy Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Right. But it's also low on the list because a lot of Kickstarter games have not lived up to the hype they were supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, uh, if you need me a Kickstarter game, the ones I can think of, um, they are just not quite uh, there. Right. They are just kind of meh, for lack of a better word. Like, like, the biggest flops I can think of are Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, um, yeah. The, uh... What was the other one? That was the Mega Man one, right? Yeah. Mega Man-like one, anyway? Yeah, there's the other one. I want to say Broken Arrow? Broken Time? Broken Way? <laughs> that one, I don't know, man. Um, It was the adventure game from Tim Schafer. It was the first game that broke over a million dollars on Kickstarter. Oh, okay. I can't think of what it is right now. Broken Age. Broken. Okay. Yeah. That sounds familiar to me now. Now yeah. I think about it. And so it's not not so much that Broken Age was a bad game though, because it was right. it was a good game. It was fun. It just didn't live up to the hype that surrounded the Kickstarter. Right. Uh, fame or glory or whatever it got. So. Yeah. So I'm kind of like cautiously optimistic because I I want it to be good. It looks fun from what I've seen. They've pushed it back, like, for the past two years. They've had to push it back. You know, they, they was going to release a PlayStation Vita version mm-hmm. of it. That's how many times oh, they Vita's going to get back. some love. Jeez. Wow. No, it's not. They canceled but... that version. 
Still alive throughout these years. Yeah, no, they, they, they canceled it. But when they started the Kickstarter, Vita was alive and, and kicking. So, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of really hoping that uh, it's good and it's fun. But, again, I'm cautious just for those reasons. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So what is your number two? Number two is Rage 2. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of, of the first game Rage. It was So you said those, many times. Yes. It, it was it it was one of those games that when I saw it being made by id, I was like, okay, cool, you got me already, id, good job. And then I saw a gameplay of it and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm really liking what they're doing here. It's got a Mad Max style sort of to it, which which I dug at the time. And then I played it and I was like, yo, this is super fun. I had so much fun with that game. So, knowing they're making a sequel of it, and it's id and Avalanche Studios working together on it. Um, I am just... I'm really excited because it's going to be... It looks like, it looks like it's going to be different from the first Rage in a lot of ways. Uh, it can only be a good thing for me. Yeah, <laughs> there there are a lot of different environment types in this one. From the screenshots and trailers I've seen, it looks to be like, you know, swampland and all different kinds of terrain and locales that you're going to go to mm-hmm. in the world. So I'm looking forward to seeing what those look like. Um, and the main thing for me that's going to peak, that's going to uh, have my attention is the overall gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like, from what I've seen, you you have these uh, powers that you can use as the character. I forget his name right now that you, that you play as. So I want to see how those things sort of play out in the game compared to the old Rage game. Right. The first, anyway. So, I mean, there's, there's so much about it that I'm looking forward to seeing. The... Color is another thing too, because you know I'm a sucker for color. Uh, there was a lot of brown and uh, that kind of color scheme in the first one because it was mostly a desert wasteland type of thing. So again, going back to, to, to the little cows thing, there's many different color palettes and stuff. So I'm excited. We'll put it that way. Real excited. It comes out uh, in May. May, what's that? Fifteenth? Fourteenth? May fourteenth? Okay. Yeah. We've talked about my my disdain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for the rage theory. In general, although, yeah. Although honestly, it's kind of more like it's id that I don't yeah, like. right. Yeah, I've, I've never really liked id games, like mm-hmm. the way they look and play and feel. They've always like give me a headache or or made me dizzy or nauseous or yeah or all the above. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that's my whole thing. Right, that's fair. And I feel that way about Resident Evil, honestly. Mm-hmm. The tank controls turn me off, so... <laughs> well, they've gotten rid of them for the last two games. Yeah, I know. Last one's for the first, but I still need to play that, by the way. Yeah, but the Resident Evil 2 just came out. Yeah, and it's, the remake it's, of that. It's not tank controls. Huh. I watched a video on it, and they talked about bringing back the tank controls, and they decided right. not to because... If they brought tank controls into this new era, they feel like they would just turn off people that um, aren't used to that or yeah. 
would find that frustrating. So they right, and that was my reasoning for not liking it in the first place because it made me frustrated and I didn't like the feel of playing it that way. So I didn't. But now they got rid of tank controls, I'd probably consider playing it at some point now. Yeah. For that reason alone. Yeah, have fun with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I will if I ever play it. What's your number two, my friend? So my number two is Shenmue 3. Ooh. Yes. So, and I'll be honest, um, a lot of this is because I finished Shenmue 2 <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> right. And they left it on such a cliffhanger that yeah. I was like, no, I need to know. <laughs> 15 years. Yeah. Forget so, it. yeah, so I really hope that they actually release Shenmue 3 here so that we can uh, finish up the story, put a nice little bow on it. Right. Um, I feel like, and maybe you can, um, for lack of a better word, relate or tell me I'm wrong or whatever. Right. But I kind of feel like the character models for it, though, are really ugly. Ow. First of all, I hit my hand on my table. That's not good. If you hey, might pick that, then you heard that sound. It was not that hard of a question, but... <laughs> um, I... Honestly, I haven't really looked at much character art for the game. Okay. Yeah, so... I have. And it just feels kind of very... Ugly. <laughs> right, okay. But, you know, I'm not one for condemning a game just for the way it looks like i don't care how it looks obviously right. um if it looks bad that's not going to help its case but you know I'll, I'll play games that that look bad or not so that's yeah. that's not a defining factor that was just a an antidote from antidote an anecdote anecdote <laughs> that's what i'm looking for <laughs> <laughs> no, Shenmue 3 poisoned me and I've just recovered. <laughs> um, but no. You know, I still... I, I just gotta get that story finished, you know? Of course. They have they have the Virtual Fighter fighting system in there. Um, hopefully there's more detail in the... You can pick stuff up and turn it over and <laughs> look at it. Right, yeah. Um, but... No, man, it, it looks really good. I hope it's good. Super excited. Can't wait for it. It's my number two. Yeah, so I am looking at screenshots of it as we speak. Okay. And, how and, you... and I mean, I don't... I personally don't think it looks... Don't, look, don't think it looks that bad, honestly. It's not pretty, um, though, right? Like, you don't look at that and go, my God, those are some beautiful models. Right, yeah, right, right. I don't do that, but I don't think it looks <laughs> terrible by any means, you know? Yeah. I if if any if anything it looks like it looks like uh they sort of high resed the uh you know models from the older games and brought them over for a current gen. Yeah. But it look it looks really good like it looks really good for what it is. I mean the the scenery that I've seen and like mm -hmm. that art that all looks amazing. It's really the character art like the character faces and the oh, looks okay. and stuff. It looks really weird. Okay. So, but oh well. Um, Love to see right when it comes out. Yeah, if it comes out. Yep. This game has gotten pushed back as well. So it's supposed yes. to come out in August. Air quotes. In August. Yeah, there's there's a date, uh, August 27th. 
Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see, right? Yeah, we'll see. Shinmu 2 was on September 6, yeah. 2001. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. A long yeah. time ago. Before you was even born. I Actually, was I born know. then. You were, <laughs> you were born by then, right? <laughs> yeah. I was I was born then. I was yeah. around. <laughs> I, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, man, uh, what is your most excited, most anticipated game of 2019? Well, it was going to be Cyberpunk, but there's no uh, release date for it yet. Uh, However, The Outer Worlds is my number one most anticipated game of the year. Supposed to come out this year, 2019. No other time frame than that. Right. But... Now, this is the Bethesda game, right? This is Obsidian. Obsidian, okay. Yes. The makers of the original... Or from the creators of the original Fallout... Uh, and all that stuff. The uh, <laughs> the trailer took so many shots of it as it was great. But anyway, I still haven't um, watched that. By the way, I'll send you it once we get done. I got to send you Jump Force, and I got to send you the uh, Outer Worlds one. But yes, so it's an RPG from Obsidian, who made Fallout New Vegas and a bunch of other RPGs. I'm gonna say I'm gonna use Fallout as them because that's the one that I played. That okay. one is one of my favorites. In the in in the three in the New Vegas four and seventy six. I've only played four Fallout games. I played three New Vegas four and seventy six. Okay. Um, so this is number Fallout three and and New Vegas are interchangeable number one and two for me. But so there's a lot of things about this game that I'm looking forward to. The story is one that's really interesting to me because right right out the gate there's choice and consequence mm-hmm. uh not gonna spoil it but just know right at the gate there's choice and consequence and that's a big thing for any rpg and for me in particular it's a big thing to keep me going and wanting to play 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 the game to see how the world reacts to my choices and things that i do things that i say all that stuff it right. does have a older i'm gonna call it it does have your your classic rpg style of conversation where you know you have your dialogue options with the the close-up of the characters and then the face and all that Um, looks a little weird now in my opinion but that's what they're doing with it that's okay um the combat from what i've seen looks to be looks to be uh it, it looks fun but i've heard i've heard that it's a little clunky Okay. But again, that's just what I've heard about it. But uh, mostly, I'm looking forward to because forward to it because it's an RPG. It's from Obsidian. Two of my favorite things put together. I'm excited for it, man. I really am. I'm hoping that it comes out this year. It's your Reese's peanut butter cup of video games. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll what have about... to. I'll have to I'll take a look at that and and I guess let you know what I think. Yeah, for sure. You definitely should do that. What about you? What is your number one? So my number one game, and it just barely gets in there uh, as of recording, Yeah. is Kingdom Hearts 3. No surprise from me. Yeah, no no shock, no awe. Nope. I mean, it's not like we made a list and we already knew this, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I had to look this up because... 
uh, I was on Twitter and I was talking with this uh, lady that lives in Japan and they already got Kingdom Hearts 3. It came out uh, technically Thursday. Ooh. It was their Friday, but uh, they got it by our Thursday. And so they've already been playing it for three days, the Lucky Bounders. Um, but <laughs> they, uh, uh, I was talking to her about it, and Kingdom Hearts 2 came out 14 years ago. Ooh. Okay. So right. That's a really long time. And I have a feeling this game will not live up to my expectations. So I'm going to go <laughs> in. Like, it's the number one most anticipated game. But that's lowered expectations. <laughs> um, because I, I just had that feeling. You know, I've been waiting 14 years for this sequel to come out. Right, yeah. You know, we've been waiting three years since they showed off the trailer and we're like, look, we're actually making it. <laughs> so People lost their minds when uh, that was actually announced or revealed. Yes, they did. I was one of them. Uh, but yeah, it, it still... It looks great. I think it's probably maybe a little over-convoluted. Just because of the other games that have come out to fill the time, like the 398 over two days or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's all those games are filler. And uh, I think that... Uh, Apparently some of those are canon though, right? Like, aren't they all, all canon them, games? All of them are canon. <laughs> right. But they're filler. It's, you know, it's just like if you. I see what you mean. Know, I see you know? what you mean. Yeah. You know, so it's. Yeah, but I feel like those games kind of take away from the, the mystery or the the mythos behind Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And so that that kind of worries me that, because all those are canon, there's all this story, all this convoluted, BS. Yeah. That it's going to fill its way into Kingdom Hearts three. And so, hopefully, uh, Tetsuya Nomura, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, he doesn't overcomplicate, or didn't overcomplicate Kingdom Hearts 3, because it's already, it's already done. It's like coming out. Right. Like, if GameStop wasn't hoarders, they could give me my copy of my game right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm just I'm so excited. Like I can't wait. I'm trying to get um cuz I'm playing uh Final Fantasy 13 2 right now. Okay. I'm trying to finish that before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out because I know once Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, that's going to be your life. Yeah, I am not going to come back. I'm not going to touch <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 2 like all right, then, at, least, at least not until you finish Kingdom Hearts, anyway, I'd imagine. Yeah, but then it might take me so long that I'll be like, I can't even remember what I was doing. Mm, okay, like, yeah. You know, that happens. So that's why I'm trying to complete 13-2 uh, before Kingdom Hearts 3, just so that I can be, like, done with it. And Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I can give my full attention. Right, uh, put all your time and effort into focusing on Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Yeah. 
there's going to be a lot of people streaming that game and well, talking about it and playing it. Well, and I'm going to be on the outside looking in. Apparently people already have. Yeah, there's spoilers like, and stuff around. Like there was a leak. Somebody got a copy way early. Yeah. Um, which honestly, I feel like if that's the case, then you should just give out the game. Like, let people buy it. Like, I don't know. I've always felt like release dates were weird. And we can go into that um, at a later time. <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Different for things. sure. But, yeah, I, I feel like if the game's already been leaked, it's already come out, stuff's already been put out, you might as well just send it off to your distributors like Walmart and GameStop and Best Buy. Let them sell the game, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But it, it, it depends on who you're talking to, I guess. That's a whole other discussion I guess we can have for another day. Uh, sure. As far as Kingdom Hearts goes for me, I have never played any of them. I was not into uh, those kinds of games when Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 were, were out in a thing. So... Right. I would probably honestly just start with three if I were to pick up three. I've seen a lot of things about it and it looks really fun. I just right now I just don't know if yeah. I want to pick it up right now because it's gonna be so popular and everything. Yeah. And I have other games that I want to get first because you know with uh, Jump Force coming out, with Anthem coming out, all these things that I'm still trying to decide on getting. Uh, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts would be a would be a huge time sink and a huge commitment for me to do. Right. And I don't know if I want to do that for uh for something that I would be very new to if that makes sense. Yeah. And you know, this is something that um Kingdom Hearts three, this is the first time it's coming out on the Xbox. Yes. You know? And they kind of dropped the ball and didn't do a the story so far for the Xbox. Like they re released uh uh I guess it was Kingdom Hearts 2.5 and Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Yeah. Um, on a compilation. Because that comes with like all the games that have come out since then. Mm-hmm. But they didn't put that on, on Xbox. Yeah, it's kind of strange to me. Luckily, there's plenty of resources out there for me to get caught up story-wise. If I wanted to do that sort of thing, I could do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go off of memory. Because I considered going back and playing them or watching a story... And I Synopsis. just, yeah, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna go. Yeah, we're if if I if I were to pick up the game, I would definitely watch story synopsis before picking it up because personally, I would like to have some sort of familiarity with the characters mm-hmm. and what their stories are and how we got to where we are in the timeline for the game and everything. I like at least like to do that for me. That would help me feel better going into it. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's a video out there that's the story oh, yeah. of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen a couple of fun on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I watched one to catch up on the story of the uh, side games. Okay. And that's how I know, like, you don't need to know. <laughs> right. Like, it doesn't add anything to Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2. Right. In my opinion, obviously. Uh, my opinion is mine and mine alone, but... I just didn't feel like it added anything to the story. Right. But, and again, that's fair for you to for you to say. I don't know. I can't say because I never played any of the games. So what do I know? Make a judgment uh, call. Yeah. Make an executive <laughs> you decision. Don't know. <laughs> Talk about something you don't know. 
Oh, man. Is that it, man? Are we done? I think that's it, man. And with that, we are out of here for the first time in 2019. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in to episode 70 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, for the first time in 2019, Ken, round of plugs, go. Yeah, let's see if I can not mess this up. <laughs> but our podcast has a Twitter, and yes. it is available at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-G-A-M-I-N-G-P-O-D. Yes, that is correct. Speaking of Twitter, you can also find me and Ken on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at B underscore Ron 1417. One more time, that's B underscore Ron 1417. Ken's on Twitter at MacroboV. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. One more time, M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. I am also a Twitch streamer. You can find me on Twitch at B underscore Ron 1417. Twitch.tv slash B underscore Ron 1417. And, um, yeah, where else can you find the podcast? Well, I was going to say that they should subscribe to us because we always mention as soon as the new episode goes live yes. uh, on our Twitters or personal Twitters, we'll always like retweet when we see yes. it. Yep, we'll always retweet it when we see it. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes be sure to like, you'll, you'll post there. it. You'll post it, and I'll, I'll go and check to make sure, because I, I I can see when you post stuff on, on from the account. So, right. oh, I get the retweet out. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, be sure to check out Byron on his Twitch. He's always having a good time. He's always shining on his Twitch. So go Yeah, there, having a good time shining the grinding over there. Give him uh, a as, Prime subscription or, or whatever. Yeah. Give have, you heard, have you heard of Amazon Prime, guys? No. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, speaking of my Twitch, though, as of recording, I will be starting up Mass Effect 3 on Monday. So I'm looking forward to playing that for the channel and everything else so if you want to see Smash Effect 3 and see a different story because I had some things I had some things happen in my in my Mass Effect 2 file that are going to change things for me going in which is why I'm looking forward to streaming it more so because I have played the games over numerous times now and mm-hmm. I haven't had these things happen yet so I want to see how the story changes based off of the, the things that happened in 2, going into 3. So come on by, tune in for that. It'll be a fun time. Please, come by. I would love to see you in chat. I'd love to see you. Nice. And so our podcast is available on the iTunes Podcast Store. It's available on the Google Play Music. And we're available on CastBox.fm as well as the CastBox Android app. Or even you can find us on the CastBox uh, Apple Store app. <laughs> Yes, and while you are over in all of those places, be sure to leave us a review. It helps us climb the charts to our main goal, which is not changed in 2019. And that is, you guessed, you guessed it, boys and girls, World Podcast Nomination. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good spot to end it for the week. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you as always, my man. Coming through My and chatting with me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. Thanks. And, um, that's it, though. But Because uh, otherwise it would be the R and uh, P. 
podcast. Yeah, right. But 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 they gotta come back next week. Do me a favor. For the first time in 2019, Ken, tell them why. She come back next week because here's a clue. Up and anthem, anthem, ant. And everyone could use a little more R&R.